Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What's your name? Show from your childhood that totally shaped you. And how did it do so? Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071, hour two, just after one o'clock. And Colleen's got the question for us today. Colleen, why are we asking about shows from our childhood? You know, I, I think a lot of people responded to the death of Bob Saget. It was shocking. Mm. He was 65, so young. Um, and he really was in the 90s, kind of you know, for better or for worse, America's dad on Full House. Oh, for sure. And, you know, to hear people's tributes, and I mean, I don't mean like Hollywood's tributes, I mean people, um, the public's response, you know, they they regard Full House as a sitcom that totally shaped their childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just got me thinking about all of those types of shows that you have a soft spot for that you, you know, I don't know, I actually, I do know. I think the three of us would all agree that we were raised in some part by television. Oh, for sure. Right? And I think a lot of people were. So 651-641-1071, what was a TV show that shaped you from your childhood and how did it do that? Uh, Holly, do we have a caller? Yeah, we do. Alicia's been holding on the line. Hey, Alicia. Who uh, or what show rather from your childhood, Alicia, totally shaped you and how? I got to say Full House with Bob Saget because he really gave a lot of advice about being independent and caring for family. I'm really sad about his death. I love that show. It really changed everything when I was three years old and diagnosed with autism. I didn't understand a lot about being independent and caring for people. But now that he's given us a chance to learn about that and given us advice about that, that made me, that changed my life. And I learned a lot from him. Alicia, that was so, so well said. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think it's, we talked about this a little bit in the Dirt Alert, but Bob Saget's role as Danny Tanner on Full House, it was, it was very different from who he was as a person. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was a true stand-up comedian who worked blue and he, um, took on this project when another project that he had been doing with ABC failed. And they were like, well, we got the sitcom and he sort of slid in. And um, it wasn't necessarily who he really was as a human being, but he was able to really embody this father figure. And you knew at the end of every episode when the, you know, slow tinkly music started to play that you were about to get a life lesson from Danny Tanner. Oh, for sure. (laughs) And so Alicia's right. I mean, he was uh he definitely he definitely did uh did a great job playing that role of father figure for the whole world. 651-641-1071. What is a show from your childhood that totally shaped you and how? And Colleen, you is guys... there a show from your childhood that totally shaped you? Well, okay, so I've been thinking about that a lot and I like try to pare it down. But the big one 
for me was family ties. Because there was something about how that family operated, even though there were di- like they were all very different. The way that they always came together, I was like, that is the kind of family I want to have, mm-hmm. right? Like everybody knew who they were, they knew their lane, and they didn't necessarily see eye to eye on everything, but they were all they all had each other's backs. Yeah, absolutely. And so I would say family ties. That's a great one. I mean, that's definitely a huge part of my childhood. Panda from Twitter said she was obsessed with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers when she was little. It was so cool to see girls kicking butt with the boys, including an Asian gal. I was also starting to get interested in martial arts. So it was awesome for me to see. I can imagine that was uh, one for a lot. Holly, it sounds like we've got somebody else on the phone. Yeah, Stacy's here. Hi, Stacy. What was a show that totally shaped uh, you when you when you watched as a kid? Hey, Stacy. Hey, hi. Sorry. <laughs> uh, facts of Life. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Tell us why Facts of Life was so important facts, to you. Facts of Life is because my dad brought up his two daughters. Anything a boy can do, my girl can and will do better. And he had us on dirt bikes. And Joe from Facts of Life was, as far as I remember, one of the first girls that was kind of... Um, bad A-double-F-S. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they portrayed her as, you can be a tomboy, you can ride a motorcycle, and it's okay. And that just helped me out because I was a tomboy. I ra- I'd much rather have been under cars and racing and dirt biking. Oh, absolutely. That's awesome. That is so awesome. Thank so you, Stacy. Six five one six four one one zero seven one shows that helped shape you. Um, I, I, there are so many. I mean, you you know, you mentioned Family Ties. We just heard Facts of Life, and those are two shows that I totally um, felt like were sort of along for the ride. I mean, including but not limited to Different Strokes, mm-hmm. The Wonder Years. I mean, there were all sorts of shows. Just uh, in a way that I don't know that there really are today for people. You know for kids or at least you know adolescents the same way that we had anyway as a kid right well and i just don't think i i'm gonna these kids these days but the you know i'm raising three right now and they just don't interface with television in the same way that we did yeah they don't care i mean if you're gonna watch a show it's off it's often gonna be one you can binge Mm mm-hmm or you can watch more than episode, one episode. I mean, we watched the last season of Cobra Kai in a week. And my kids, and they laugh about it, but I'm like, you guys don't understand what it was like to have to wait an entire week to see those people that you cared about again. And you had to do that every single week. And then you'd hit the summer, and they wouldn't be back for a few months. And you'd have to just like sit with that. They just don't engage with it in the same way that we do or that we did. Yeah, which in um, a way I'm kind of if grateful. They watch it all. I'm kind of grateful we had it that way because you did actually have it. First of all, shows went on a lot longer than they do today. I mean, you know, I think of like the Golden Girls, an average season is what, like 20 to 30 some episodes? Like mm-hmm. that, you, that's unheard of for a show. Although I don't know broadcast. Shows like Grey's Anatomy and NCI, whatever, uh, I imagine there are more than just like eight or nine episodes in a series. But a lot of my favorite shows that maybe showed up on TV within the last 10 years never went more than maybe 10 or 13 episodes. 
Well, because there's so many breaks now. Like you, you've got like your fall season premiere, and then they take like a big long break, and then they have their like January season premiere. I mean, like one season is broken up into big chunks. They take a ton of time off. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just, it's just not the same. It's just not the same. Holly, is there a show that speaks to you? As, as far as like adolescence goes, I would say that the show Daria was definitely mm-hmm. formative. That was an experience where it was like, oh, I see my own experiences being reflected by a television character and that you can navigate these weird spaces of high school and that, yeah, it's okay that it's weird. So mm-hmm. love that show. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. All right. Um, well, keep the conversation coming. You can send us email. Uh, we get any email? I didn't take a look at the email just to make sure. Oh, I haven't looked yet. Uh, no, it doesn't look. Seventh Heaven. We Carissa oh, sent yeah. us an email about shows that uh, helped shape her, and she said Seventh Heaven, and I can imagine a lot of people agree with that. All right. Yeah, that was a good one. When we come back, our good friend Ben Affleck can't stop talking, and we'll tell you why when we return right here on My Talk 107.1. It's cool. Welcome back to the Colleen Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. We're going to find out in just a moment why Ben Affleck can't stop talking. And in fact, it won't be hard for you to understand why it continues to drive us up a wall here on the Colleen Bradley Show. Good afternoon and welcome back. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. And Ben Affleck cannot stop talking. We know this because he's a celebrity and he's currently doing press for a movie. But still, that said, Colleen, I saw this uh, article about Ben Affleck and an awful experience he had while filming a movie amid his, wait for it, divorce with Jennifer Garner. Okay, why why is he... Why? why, Yeah, like, why does he keep talking about Jennifer Garner? Exactly. Thank you for saying the thing that I said upon reading the following headline. Ben Affleck has an awful experience filming Justice League amid divorce from Jennifer Garner. Okay, I understand that he's doing press for a movie, and, of course, it's The Tender Bar, which, by all accounts, is a great movie. Go see it. My partner, Jamie, watched it yesterday. He, He liked it well enough. Um, and our very, <laughs> he thought it was passable. He said it was fine. Our very own Be- uh, Paul McGuire Grimes said it was, you know, great. Well, go see it. Okay. And you know that when you are doing press for a movie, you're going to be asked about all sorts of questions and you don't always have control over them. But you do have control over the words that come out of your mouth, right? Right. That's he, often the only thing you have control over. Exactly. And he asked about, well... All I know from this article in Us Weekly is that Ben Affleck had a difficult time during his brief tenure as Batman, and he has opened up about why filming that movie was such a bad experience, and apparently that's thanks to the timing of his breakup from ex-wife Jennifer Garner. Quote, it was really Justice League that was the nadir for me, Uh, he told L.A times in an interview published on friday that was a bad experience because of a confluence of things my own life my divorce being away too much the competing agendas and then he goes on to talk about some other stuff but my point is and he doesn't say jennifer garner per se but my point is like this is now the second time that there are headlines involving ben affleck having a hard time with life and Jennifer Garner being in the same breath, uh, or in the same breath, basically. So, so just to be clear, if and by the way, we've, I'm, 
I'm being, this is hyperbole because this is what the media would want us to think based on what we've heard. To be clear, Ben Affleck apparently would still be drinking if he were still with Jennifer Garner and his divorce from her ruined his time on a very popular movie. Yeah, exactly. So now we have Jennifer Garner is she's responsible for all of that is responsible for and you can even understand like, again, I can understand nuance. And I think that the world generally has a problem. Some of your best friends are my best friends are nuanced. I honestly think I, I, I encourage people to sort of pay attention to nuance. And when you read the article and listen to the interview, you're like, okay, I get what he's saying. But like, again, you're, you're a celebrity who is now fresh off a um, publicity tour where you were called out for essentially blaming Jennifer Garner for your prolonged addiction issues, mm-hmm. or at least saying that anyway, that happened. And so even if you're making like a legitimate converse or argument about like a crappy time you had and what led to the crappy time you had filming that movie, I don't think you right now as a celebrity want to go anywhere near the words divorce or Jennifer Garner. No, because you would think you would hope, right? When we know better, we do better. He just stepped in the dog's business with that whole conversation and he, that he had with, um, Howard Stern that then got chewed up and spit out in a weird way, right? Because what he was saying was honest, and there was, again, like you said, nuance to it. But you know the general public does not dig deeper than a headline. That is 90% of the problem with how we are operating (laughs) in 2022. with most things. Yeah, that people read a headline and they think they know what the rest of the article says. It's not true. So people read that headline and then he was doing the apology tour or the clarification tour. Um, and you, so you would think now that, that, you know, that burn has barely healed. Yeah. And here he is again, tiptoeing right into the dog's beeswax. And again, it's again. not about it being right or wrong because you can see where Ben Affleck would be like, I'm just telling the truth. Okay. Well, you can tell a lot of truths in an interview about, uh, or for publicity for a movie you're filming, but that doesn't mean you should, because right. what's your goal? Is your goal? I mean, I guess you could make the argument that he understands headlines, and anytime he brings up his divorce with Jennifer Garner, it gets more headlines. But I would argue, actually, all the wrong. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. On kind of headlines and not certainly headlines that are going to make you run out and see the tender bar. Okay, so then that then riddle me this, 
because the the other thing that gets headlines or would get headlines, and he knows this because he's engaged in it right now, is his publicationship with Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. So why does he keep talking about, I mean, I guess it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. I mean, but it seems to me you'd want to get more positive headlines than ones that make your ex-wife look like the problem. Yeah, I I would think that you'd you'd uh, Jennifer Lopez would be coming out of your mouth left, right and center in this moment because Jennifer Lopez of course, that's something people want to hear about your relationship with Jennifer Lopez. But the only thing I can think of is that perhaps it's just an indication that his relationship with Jennifer Lopez is far more about Jennifer Lopez, meaning she's the one that really sort of profits off of that relationship because people want to see what she's thinking, what she's wearing. I mean, you can't see what she's thinking, but you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I definitely think she's the one driving that bus. Yeah. Because even just think about how they, um, how they an- like announced or confirmed their relationship. It was on her birthday, on her yacht, on her social media. Yeah. With her photographers. Yeah. Right? She, I think we've always assumed is the one driving that publicationship experience, and he just seems to be kind of the benevolent boob that's just along for the ride. But BB. you know. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, evidence, though, by these now multiple headlines about him stepping in the dog's business, it's it's clear to me he doesn't know how to leverage the power of a publationship because, if anything, he's leveraging the power of a failed marriage, which doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be sort of the, you know, uplifting, um, click-inducing. I mean, I guess it does get clicks, but again, it it just makes you look like you're miserable. And also, who wants to hear about a celebrity being miserable in a multi-million dollar movie franchise? Not I. No, Anyone? thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where's my it's... tiny violin for you? Right. Yeah, because right. who's who's reading those words? It was really, you know, filming this multi-million dollar blockbuster Justice League. I don't even remember the movie if it was a blockbuster or not, but just this big box office movie. It was a bad experience. Okay, well, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Hashtag not sorry. Ben Affleck, stop talking. Just be quiet. Ben Affleck is but the tip of this D-bag iceberg. And uh, when we come back, Colleen and I have a fresh crop of Lord and Lady D-Bag up next here on My Talk 1071. Hey Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything D-Bag here, well, for the next few segments anyway, because the D-Bags, they're everywhere. And you know that Colleen and myself love to point them out. In fact, we do so in a segment we like to call Lord and Lady D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. your D-bag today? Well, it is Yahoo Life um, and every other tabloid, which is why it's actually Rebel Wilson. What? That was a journey. Wait, all the tabloids and Rebel Wilson? Mostly Rebel Wilson um, by way of Yahoo Life Okay, and every other tabloid. All right. Okay, I'll explain it. So here's the headline uh, on Yahoo.com, the lifestyle segment. Mm. Rebel Wilson is looking fantastic as she shares a new workout photo. It is 2022. What year was the year of health? 2020? I think it was 2020. I don't know. It was a long time ago. What is time? Oh, I know what it was. It was the year 2020. 2020 was the year of health for Rebel Wilson. Yeah. Also a weird year for year of health, but okay. 
but okay. <laughs> it's a different okay. story. I'm going to go to Switzerland and have a procedure. Mm-hmm. And by a procedure, you mean go to a retreat where they make you uh, <laughs> visit the restroom a lot, seven times a day. Yeah. Rebel Wilson in 2020 had the year of health where she lost somewhere near 77 pounds. Yeah, that's awesome. It is super awesome. And I do not want to have anybody think that I am not honoring her journey. I absolutely am. What I'm not honoring is that we cannot shut up about it. (laughs) That we are two years later. I thought for sure 2022, we'd be like, okay, well, we've done our part with the year of health. We can move on. We apparently can't. And here's why. Okay, remember I said it's Yahoo Life and all the other tabloids. Therefore, it's Rebel Wilson. Yeah. Because when you see this exact headline about this exact photo of her showing off her amazing body during her workout, which I want everybody to hear me. She looks amazing. She's doing a workout. Yeah. She put it on her Instagram, yep. and everybody is writing about it in every single tabloid. What does that tell you? Well, that means her PR people are probably putting out these stories. They're like, hey, here's a, why don't you write a story around Rebel, Rebel looking great in 2022? Also, did you know? We're done. I think you might have been gone when she announced her new theme. Oh, yeah, Colleen, you were gone. Do you know what her theme for 2022 is? No, I do not. You want to guess? You give it a go. Is it shutting up? (laughs) Is it the year of silence? No! Hello, darkness, my old friend. It's rainbow. Because after the storm comes the rainbow. Actually, no, Holly, and I I just did this wrong. That wasn't the theme for 2022. That was the theme we never knew about for 2021 that oh, she announced at the end of the year. That's right. There was some math involved. So she was like, ha, here was my theme. It was rainbows. The look on your face tells a story. The listener can't see your There's face. There's a lot oh, happening in my mind. Friends. I'm not going to let it all out. But what I will say is this. No. Can I do, no, can, can you we don't just... let us talk about your dumb year of health for a whole other year and then at the end of it retroactively say, oh, guys, by the way, I had another theme for this year and it, this is what it was. No, because no, <laughs> that's not how it works. Can I also just make things totally juvenile? Would you please open the photograph? Again? Were we not already there? <laughs> I know, but uh, even more so uh, open the photograph of her uh, and she looks amazing. She's she looks wearing a, a leotard. Um, I think, or, you know, fitness, athleisure wear. Sports bra and leggings. Yeah, okay. She looks Looks fantastic. I do not want to take that away. No, absolutely. She looks amazing. Can you please look? She's like bent over, kind of standing hunched with her legs spread. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's something peeking. (laughs) Is that what you're looking at? Yes. I was like, (laughs) I maybe would have just photoshopped out the bush that's coming out of between her legs. And I don't mean bush. Don't get me wrong, listener. I don't mean... I don't mean the euphemistic bush. I mean, there's a literal bush oh, stick yeah. dangling like the, out between her legs. Getting, it's like the leftover branch of a palm tree, but it looks like she's getting ready to give us a gift. Oh, I mean, looks like a piece of broccoli. I just think oh. that all the photoshopping in Hollywood, you know, this is a moment where it's okay. 
You could yeah, totally but, Photoshop that, and I'd be fine. I would have been that. fine with that. Yeah. yeah. But that just tells she you where d- my juvenile mind is. So it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Can- I do. I, listen, she looks gorgeous, and all of her celebrity friends came to talk about how great she looks, and I don't want to take that away from her. But what I do want is for this to not be the headline for all You're of 2022. You're just waiting a new storyline. It's we're. Just I'm exhausted. Bored. Yeah. Show me fine. your rainbows. Exactly. Show me what the year of rainbow looks like. Um. My D bag, by the Who's way. Your thanks for asking. You're welcome. Is a tabloid. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. actually not a tabloid. I take that back. It's well, it's really this other couple on a Chip and Joanna Gaines show. So I don't want to make Chip and Joanna Gaines my D bag because I don't know that this was necessarily something they were related to or connected with. Well, they are connected with the story, but the story itself was kind of eye opening. And I don't, I know you watch a lot of these home renovation shows, Colleen. Have you? Yeah, but I'm real picky. Okay. Do you watch any of them on the Magnolia Network? No. Okay. So Mm -hmm. you probably. I'm an HGTV gal. So apparently this couple by the name of Candace and Andy Meredith were about to embark on a new series aired on the Magnolia Network with Chip and Joanna Gaines. But it turns out that it was pulled just days after its launch after allegations of shoddy work and inflated uh, rates by the homes uh, or I should say by the show's home renovators, Candace and Andy Meredith. So this couple, I don't know anything about them, but they look like the perfect sort of, it's not HGTV, right? Because it's Magnolia Network now, mm-hmm. but they look like sort of the perfect, you know, home renovation couple. Like they're both kind of hipster fashionable. Dude's got a beard. She's, you know, she just looks great. They're on a, on a ladder. Well, apparently on Wednesday, I mean, a ladder is. So know. they look professional because they're on like, a ladder. They, no, I know. They look the part, right? <laughs> But on Wednesday of last week, this resident of Utah that interacted with this couple named Aubrey Benny and detailed her experience with them over 18 Instagram posts and talked about how their revamp ballooned from three weeks to five months. It cost nearly twice what the price was originally quoted to them. It just sounds like sort of renovation from heel. And, you know, that that's probably not totally unheard of. In terms of renovations, right? Because don't things typically take longer and cost more? Yeah, and especially, can I just be real honest? Yeah. Especially during COVID, things really took a hit because, you know, you you could, it's a long story, but like there were supply chain issues, there were um, rules and regulations about how many trades people could probably work at the same time. So it's not unheard of. Yeah, exactly. And then you go on to read, uh, and she talks about this in another post that um, they fixed something in her kitchen incorrectly such that it covered a sprinkler system which then caused almost twenty thousand dollars in damages okay that seems like a rookie move and then um, there was another there's another homeowner who came forward with similar complaints so this wasn't just a sort of one-off you know aggrieved individual circumstance but as these stories came out then chip and joanna were like uh okay so we're gonna take a hot minute and we're aware of some stuff and we're just gonna take a moment and pull this show uh and we're not showing it until we figure out what's really going on so thankfully i think that's probably the right thing to do right like if you've got these signs of you know a couple doing work that 
apparently was not fulfilling what customers had in mind. It's probably well, a good idea this, to not go forward with a show touting all their amazing talents. And pulling it all together tells you that, like, or pulling it, you know, at least for the time being while they investigate it further, tells you that there's something there there. Oh, yeah. Like, this isn't just, like, some people complaining about, you know, I don't know, a bad paint job. That there may be some serious stuff there. and ugh. Yeah, they even said, Chip and Joanna in a statement said, within the last few days, we've learned of additional information and the scope of these issues, and we have decided to remove homework from the Magnolia lineup pending a review of the claims that have been made. I feel like you don't do that unless there's something real going on, because otherwise it's right. just background noise, and you're like, hey, thanks for the free publicity. Oof. You know, we got eyeballs on this. So anyway, if you were super excited or I guess they've shown up on other um, series before and they were seen as sort of like an up and coming uh, fixer upper couple. I don't know. See, suddenly they sound a little bit familiar to me. And well, I they, don't to know me, they look why. like I, I like I it's totally believable that they have a DIY or, a you know, um, a fixer upper show. They just look the part to me, but I don't right. know that I've ever seen them. Here's the thing. Well, I'm going to, I don't want to offend anybody, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, I know. What? I know. Why? I, Why? I feel like on the level of like, okay, so when people want to be celebrities, there's a number of ways to go about it. And some seem simpler than others, right? So like you could, it seems simple. I'm not saying that it's easy, but it seems simple to have a YouTube channel. Hmm. Or a podcast, right? Like that's like the, or be on a competition show, like a reality show, right? So that's like one avenue that people can go. Yeah. But the net, like another, what would be, I would say in the simple category in people's minds is to go the DIY route yeah, or to go the home improvement route. Like I'm really good. I flipped a house once. I'm going to do this. I'm funny. I paint. Right. It just, it seems like a, it seems like, um, like you, oh, how do I say this? Uh I don't want to say you don't have to have any talent. You have to have talent. That's not it. But it's not like you have to be like an actor. You just have to be, have like enough of a personality and also be able to tie. I'm just saying, Ty, what's his name? Ty Pennington. Ty Pennington made us all believe that we too could be the star of a DIY. Or a home improvement show. Well, and that belies the talent, right? That a person, I don't know about Ty Pennington in particular, but anybody in that genre who does it well makes you think that you could do it or anybody could do it. And that's like a podcast or, you know, anything that is successful. People go, oh, I can do that. I'm kind of funny. And I've done this thing before. And it's like, well, that you just have to also understand for every, you know, Chip and Joanna there are literally hundreds of them who actually are successful doing shows that no one knows about, right? Or right. that like very few people know about. So to to even get to the level of a Chip and Joanna Gaines, like there are a lot of people trying. There's like one person succeeding. It True. is not easy. So mm-hmm. what we're telling you is go out there and follow your dreams no matter what. Thank you, Holly. But if you're going to do it, like do the actual work. Oh, that's true. And don't don't cover up a f- sprinkler system and cost people an extra $20,000. That is a rookie move. I'm still mad about that. When we come back, speaking of rookie moves, oh, look, more D-bags. Dr. Oz and Farrah Abraham in a jar? What? Mm-hmm. Colleen's going to tell mm-hmm. us all about it when we return right here on My Talk 1071. 
I'm about weather hope Holly Roberts. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on my talk. What are you doing? Taking a nap after your heavy lunch or I don't know, going back to the orifice. Good afternoon. I'm Bradley. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Trainer, that's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. Hi. And uh, Colleen has a couple of D-bag double downs for us. Let's double them D-bag. It's like a quadruple down. I don't know. Do it. There's a lot. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your double down D-bags? Dr. Mehmet Oz. Oh, yes, queen. Frequent Okay, flyer. let's start there. So why why are we talking about Dr. Mehmet Oz these days, Bradley Trainer? Because he's running for Senate in the state of Pennsylvania. Well, guess what? what? He is meeting the people. He is oh. out there. He is out there hearing the issues that drive up his constituents' blood pressure. What? What? And while he's doing that, he's also taking their blood pressure. Uh, He tweets, I'm doing blood pressure checks at the Philadelphia or the Pennsylvania Farm Show. It's important to hear the issues driving up your blood pressure. And then there's a video of him with a farm guy. Okay, let's just talk. So it's, it's so that's it's, so so silly. It's Are you, so farmy. It's a guy hey, wearing what's denim jeans. Your blood pressure rising. He's wearing denim jeans, a denim apron, and I'm talking about the guy whose blood pressure he's taking. Yeah, and a flannel shirt, and you know, it's like we got this farmer here. I'm going to take his blood pressure and hear what's really making his blood pressure rise. And Doctor Oz appears to be also taking notes on his hand <laughs> while he talks to this guy. And I just am what? over it already. What is I'm this? already over it. I have so much second hand You know, for a guy who's actually been highly successful on television, this just, where is he getting his, his advice from, his political consultants? You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I don't know. You're a doctor. You can take blood pressure. First of all, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. When's the last time your doctor took your blood pressure? I mean, my doctor's appo- like at an appointment. Yeah, but your doctor didn't do it, I bet. No, you're right. That's true. Right? That's like, accurate. And I'm not saying yeah. doctors can't, because they certainly can. This is just a gimmick, is my point. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like him sticking a tongue depressor down your throat and saying, like, what'll get you to open up? Like, like what? Like, <laughs> like he's wearing one of those headbands with the little thingy that used to be on top. You know, like yeah. back in the day. And he's like, I'm yeah. a doctor. Yeah, I'm doctoring. Yeah. Also, guess where you can get your blood pressure checked? CVS. Literally any <laughs> pharmacy. At some home? churches. I remember at my college in the student uh, center, they had a blood pressure cuff. There are you. Can, you can't there everywhere you don't need dr oz at the philadelphia pennsylvania farm why show are you saying philadelphia pennsylvania i don't know farm show? i don't know why <laughs> the pennsylvania farm show um 
and and again, I'm all here for blood pressure awareness, but like sure. <laughs> the conf the conflict the conflating of mm-hmm. blood pressure and political things that drive you nuts. I don't know. Come on, dude. You can do better. This is 2022. Like, it just seems patronizing to the good people of Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Now, I I need to move away from this story because there's another story that desperately needs this show's attention. Okay, I'm, I'm fine um, with it. What are we doing next? Who else? Well, we're going to do just another D-bag. This oh, okay. is like a quadruple D-bag. I don't know. I don't even know what level of D-baggery we're at now. Okay. Holly, do you have any sound effects for that? We're at 11. <laughs> there we go. Oh, that's perfect. Farah Abraham. Oh, another frequent flyer. Maybe she'll be on the campaign trail with Dr. Oz soon. Um, yeah. Okay, wait a second. Am I on the wrong day? Suddenly... I have, oh my gosh, what happened? Well, um, I'm going to try this again because they changed the link. Oh, maybe? of course. Oh. I'm um, on this, the link I'm on that you have is Fair Abraham has daughter film her butt. Yeah, that's not the one that I was going for. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me get the right one in front of me. Um, Fair Abraham, you know, she has an OnlyFans account. Right? Oh. Um, I do oh, have no. a lot. Oh, no. Oh, no. I found one. Is this one? Yeah, oh. this is it. This is it. Okay, so... I'll put something. Farah Abraham has her own OnlyFans account. And her OnlyFans account has really taken a whole new twist. It started here. She started selling videos of herself. Um... Having her number two moments in the bathroom. <laughs> That's what? nasty. She started selling those for a hundred dollars. Wait, like videos? Wait, what? The video? Like she sold the video? She would bring you on her OnlyFans. She would bring you live into um, the restroom with her. Uh, she started doing that in 2020. <laughs> Okay. This is not real. Oh no, it's going to get worse. Oh, but God. now, in response, but wait, there's, there's more. more? Oh, there's more. Remember the gal we talked about from 90 Day Fiance last oh no, week oh no. and the week Please before who was selling her toots? Oh, just wait. Fart in a jar lady. Oh, she's taking this one to 11. She's taking her number twos to 11. Because not to be outdone by fart in a jar lady. Um, no, no, no. Yep. Mm-hmm. No. Fair Abraham is now selling the results of her. $100 bathroom videos to people in a jar. She's pooping in a jar and selling it? I don't even know how to say it any other way. Um, Why? She you did can't take a do video. That. That's illegal, I feel like. Well, okay, so here's what she did. She took a video. Is that illegal? Like, do we need a... We probably do need a law for that now, because... You know, we always get laws because people don't know how to conduct themselves. Or send human waste through, like, the U.S. Postal Service. Yeah, I feel like that's a biohazard. Well, yeah. Okay, so here's... Let me just give you the upshot. Okay? (laughs) Okay. She took a video in her restroom uh, that was on her OnlyFans account that somebody who has a membership has now captured and given to every single tabloid. Um, So she explains how it all works. Uh, She says... Uh, so I take my number, oop. <laughs> what? 
and then I wipe my oop and then I put it in here and then she shows you how she puts a clean no, how she puts a cotton what? ball inside the jar inside the jar. Why? She says then I cork it and then I get saran wrap and I wrap it all up and I put a special message on it and I put your name on it. And I don't know, I'm just sending you a special blessing of the year in a lucky jar. What is going on? And she explains why she uses a cotton ball. Do you want to know why? <sighs> nope, I don't I can't even. That's too far for me. That is a bridge too far for me. Well, it's probably she's okay, so here's the dumb thing about Fair Abraham that I know and we love f- her for. Nothing is new. This is a complete ripoff of Fart in a Jar Lady. And if you'll remember, <laughs> Fart in a Jar Lady liked to put uh rose petals in her she would fart in a jar and then put rose mm-hmm. petals in it because that would allow the the smell to linger so i can only imagine putting a cotton ball in there is for smelling that's purposes. why that oh is God. exactly why no so <laughs> there you go if you want that. a gift from i hope well somebody will you know somebody is, oh, that is dis- i hope she collabs with the dump cake lady okay i think no, she already did holly that I is think not happening <laughs> There is no easy transition for this. We're going to talk about food when we come back. I'm not even going to tell you about what, because I 